This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We made it to the end of the week, and I could not be more psyched for our Food Friday segment. So if you're looking for something to satisfy your sweet tooth on National Pastry Day, we've got a few suggestions coming your way. Joining us in studio here at WBEZ is a wonderful panel of guests. Jeannie Kwan co-owns Kasama in the East Village. Welcome back to Reset, Jeannie. Thank you so much for having me. Timmy Gibbons is a pastry chef at Lost Larson in Andersonville. Hey, Timmy. Hey, Sasha. And Sandra Hall is a baker at Floriole in Lincoln Park. Welcome to the show. Thanks. We're happy to be here. So I'm going to start with you, Jeannie. You've you've joined us before, but for those who don't remember, just tell us about what you do at Kasama. Yes. So um, at Kasama, we have a bakery and cafe during the day. And um, we also have a 13-course Filipino-inspired tasting menu for dinner. Um, so, yeah, I do the, the pastries and the sweet side of Kasama. So you're a cafe and a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, talk about your journey, Timmy, to Lost Larson. What drew uh, you to pastries? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I kind of just fell into it by accident. How do you fall point. into pastries by accident? You know, I was just wandering around, and somebody <laughs> said, you want a job? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I actually didn't know a whole lot about Lost Larson when I first started there about four years ago. Um, but um, I, I loved the neighborhood and I really loved the aesthetic. Yeah, something made you stay, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just the craft is really wonderful. The, um, the, uh, the striving to do our best every day is kind of what draws me to pastry in general. You never quite get there. Hmm, yeah. Um, and, and I wonder how your career started, Sandra, in pastry chefing. (laughs) Yeah, I started, uh, I kind of fell into it as well. So I started working in marketing and got laid off and then went back to culinary school Ah. and then thought, I don't want to work at night. Um, Little did I know that uh, working in the morning isn't much better than working (laughs) late at night. (laughs) All right, the hours, right, for for the cafes and such. Yeah, much much earlier. Um, So here's the the meat of the segment or, or the sugar. Right. Well, the, the good stuff that our listeners want to hear. Tell us about the pastries that people can find at Kasama, Jeannie. Um, so we have quite a range um, from laminated pastries, croissants, danishes to, you know, muffins, pound cakes. Um, on the weekends, we do more intricate um, danishes mm. for um, specials. What is then- a more intricate danish like? So we have, um, for example, our foie gras danish. We do a pistachio um, butter with a brambleberry jam, a foie gras mousse, and then we top it with some um, freeze-dried raspberry powder oh, and mint. Um, so that one's quite popular. And um, just just a lot of touches <laughs> on oh my the goodness. pastries. It sounds amazing. You're up, Timmy. Is, is there a favorite pastry that you like eating? We'll start with that. Uh, anything with butter, really, you know, I mean, the sugar is, oh, is wow. usually that's, at the forefront everything. <laughs> of everything in, in pastry. But to me, it's all about the butter. So anything flaky mm-hmm. and rich and, and um, a little bit savory and salty. Now, is your answer the same if it's a pastry that you have to make first Absolutely. before you eat it? <laughs> yeah, if there's dough involved, if it's me getting my hands in there and getting dirty, um, I'm probably the dirtiest person in our kitchen. <laughs> What kind of pastries can people find at Florial, Sandra? Wow. So we're a French-ish bakery, I always say. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a lot of things made with French techniques. So your laminated dough, so that's anything really flaky like a croissant. Um, But then we also have cookies and uh, we also have lunch options. So sandwiches made on our fresh-baked baguettes. Mm. We have beautiful breads. Um, We try to keep the menu very small but very tight. 
Yeah. What sells out the fastest? And I'm going to ask all of you the same question. What sells out the fastest? Ooh, you know, it changes from time to time. But I'd say chocolate croissants are everyone's favorite. Yes. Um, especially. I'm a croissant lover. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And if you have one that's warm out of the oven, it is. It's life changing. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy just rolled his eyes. What, what sells? It never happens. Yeah, <laughs> not for us. What, what sells the fastest at, at Lost Larson? Uh, it's probably a tie between our laminated cinnamon roll and our afternoon tea bun, which has a little bit of lemon and Earl oh. Grey sugar. Yes, I'd say one of, one of sounds those fantastic. What about you, Jeannie? Um, but there's a couple that um, probably are our most popular selling items. So we have a ube and huckleberry bass cake that's filled with um, an ube pastry cream. And it's buttery and rich, and and we top it with um, a decoration with powdered sugar uh, with the sun from the Filipino flag. So that one's super oh, popular. Nice. Um, and then we also have a um, black truffle croissant, which I brought you today to try. Um, it's filled okay. with Delice de Bourgogne triple cream cheese and topped with honey and Belgian pearl sugar and fresh shaved um, black truffle. I'm resisting the temptation <laughs> to jump right to it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold out. I've got to ask you what your favorite pastry is, though, first. I think um, we got Timmy's, but I didn't get you two. The one that we sell at uh, Kasama, my personal favorite is probably the simplest one. Um, it's the apple hand pie. So oh. it's kind of like a fancy um, pop tart that's been filled with apple butter and brown sugar pastry cream. And it's just simple Yum. and flaky and kind of the parts of an apple pie that I like. Give me apple anything. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sandra? You're, you're nodding. You sounds like you agree. No, that sounds awesome. Um, usually it's the simplest things that I think that the bakers like a lot. Um, my personal favorite is our black sesame passion fruit cookie. So it's, it's kind of like a peanut butter and jelly, but, but it's black sesame and passion fruit. So you have a lot more acidity and a little bit of bitterness from the black sesame. Passion fruit cookie. Yeah. Oh, that sounds interesting. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Today is National Pastry Day. So we're talking with some of the makers of these sweet treats all across Chicago. Jeannie Kwan co-owns Kasama in the East Village. Timmy Gibbons is a pastry chef at Lost Larson in Andersonville. And Sandra Hall is a baker at Floriole in Lincoln Park. All right. Here's the good part. I get to try all of these beautiful pastries that you've brought. We all, essentially, we all have plates in front of us right now, for those who can't see us in studio. Um, you each brought something for me to try. I will I keep picking on you, Jeannie. I'll start with you. Let's. Sure. What'd you bring? Um, so this is the black truffle croissant okay. um, that we make. Um, it's probably a three-day process total with, you know, wow. the start of the dough to the finished product. And... Um, yeah, it's topped with what honey. What am I seeing on top? Honey, Belgian pearl sugar, and fresh uh, shaved. Today it's bagnoli truffles on top from Italy. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. And what am I tasting inside? Um, the Delice de Bourgogne, the triple cream cheese. Mm -hmm. It's probably our favorite cheese just because it's kind of like cheating. Triple cream cheese? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, just sweet, salty, uh, sweet and savory. Everyone's tasting this right now. It's so good. It oh is God. so good. And so fragrant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is really good and crunchy on the top and soft on the inside. What inspired this treat? Um, we actually have a, a good friend of ours who owns Rare Tea Cellar, and he is the um, source for all of our truffles that we get in truffle products. And he was like, we should do something um, together and make a pastry. And so um, Tim collaborated 
uh, as well with making the fillings. And, mm-hmm. you know, we always taste everything together and see what it needs. And um, so it's definitely a collaborative process. And, yeah, we added the sweetness of the honey to make it sweet and savory. Yeah, um, yeah and our bakers work super hard. Love to that just, sugar on top. Yeah. <laughs> so- they work super hard to make just like a great, base product and we just finish it with you know we cheat with really cool ingredients just and, add like <laughs> that some, our friends some razzle dazzle on top right. <laughs> i love it all right tim mm-hmm. you next what did you bring uh i brought our princess cake oh my goodness look our, at this how many signature. layers in this thing oh, you know i've never actually counted oh my gosh <laughs> several look at the icing okay what I'm am sorry. i seeing what, what are these fillings here uh, so it's a uh, vanilla sponge cake with a tiny bit of lemon zest. Um, we have a uh, vanilla pastry cream. It's all very simple. How did you know vanilla was my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs> um, we have a, a little bit of an almond praline crunch at the bottom for a little bit of texture. Mm. Um, some tart raspberry rose jam. Mm-hmm. Um, just a very simple, lightly sweetened whipped cream. And then um, green marzipan, which is the, the signature of a good princess cake. Oh, my goodness. I started with that raspberry mm-hmm. tart. Oh, Wow. <laughs> just trying to balance all those flavors. Mm-hmm. This was a long process, um, a long a process of love. Obviously, you get to try a lot of cake. <laughs> like, how long is the process? Oh, I, I, I was I was discussing the um, the process to get to the perfect princess cake. When oh, we were, yeah. When we were first coming up with it, um, about three or four of us in the kitchen just spitballing ideas, throwing things at each other, and and finally hit this perfect. I'm hearing balance. a theme. These collaborative processes. Oh, yeah. Collaboration right? is the heart. I think of our. Of, of what we Why do. is that important, you think, in this business? Well, we work so closely, um, just physically together in the kitchen, um, that if you don't collaborate well, you you know, you're just the efficiency isn't there, mm. um, and then you don't love it. You know, you got you got to love the people you work with, um, the inside and outside the kitchen. Um, yeah, so that's that's the the fun in it. Would you agree, Sandra? Absolutely. I mean, collaborating is how you get the best flavors because everyone has great ideas. You can start with something amazing. But um, I never feel like it's just me. It's, it's always everyone else in the kitchen saying, hey, what if we up, up the salt in that? Or what if we add this flavor? And suddenly you end up with something so much better. Yeah, I love that. And so you're not off the hook because you brought some things from Florial. First of all, they look absolutely delicious and Thank so you. perfectly placed. Oh my gosh, so creative. What do I have in front of me? So you have our Bouche de Noël. So that is, you know, the most French cake ever for I mean, I'm almost, I almost don't want to eat this. It's just so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, as you can see, there's a lot of components in it. So we start with um, a little bit of a crunchy layer at the bottom um, that's uh, feuilletine and caramelized white chocolate and cocoa nibs. Then we have mm-hmm. devil's food cake that's soaked in maple syrup. Mm. And then we have... Um, oh, is that what that is in the mid- peeking out in the middle? Uh, no, in the middle. Uh, well, there's a layer at the very bottom that's kind of uh, a dark brown. That's the cake. Mm-hmm. Then it's chestnut. So very traditional mm. um, ingredient, um, not used much in the United States, I think, unfortunately. Uh, then we have a, a little bit of an orange jelly. Mm-hmm. And then... So rare tea cellar seems to be a theme today. So we made a candy cap mushroom mousse. So this has mushrooms in it. Um, candy it? cap mushrooms taste like maple syrup or brown sugar. And so that mousse is infused with the mushroom. It does taste like maple syrup. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. I know. It's incredible. And then you've brought something else it looks like. So passion fruit tart, probably our best seller. Um, you know, I really adore passion fruit because it's so acidic and delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's very kind delicious. Of our answer to a lemon tart is the passion fruit top, tart topped Ooh. with a little bit of. Um, oh, that hits you sort of. Yeah, it's bright. After. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a kick after, but Weeks, it's, yeah. it's, it's great. I love Thank these. You. So we can't all be pastry chefs or professional bakers. <laughs> Tim, you're laughing. Um, but what would you say is a, a good quick tip for the aspiring pastry chefs out there listening to us? I'll, I'll go around. Start with, with you, Jeannie. Um, I think the biggest thing for me and what I use at the bakery too is just having those fundamental recipes and then you can split them off and flavor them in different ways. So like a good pastry cream, um, a good shortbread, a good basic cake recipe, like, you know, efficiency is huge for us and, and, and cost is exorbitant in every facet of restaurants. And so, um, the best way for us to handle that is to be creative with, you know, the staples that we know that people love and that we are really confident in making. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my biggest yeah. uh, piece of advice. Quick tip from you, Tim. Um, I think, honestly, just relax and have fun. I mean, I think people take baking really seriously. Well, I mean, I, I've got <laughs> I've got to interject here because, I mean, these treats, I mean, people can't see them because they're on the radio, but they are just delightful to just look at. They're beautiful. It just looks like it takes a lot of time. So I think for me, as someone who doesn't do this, I would think, oh, I just don't have the time to You don't make need it. to make something this complex, I think, to so make something perfect. really um, heartwarming and fulfilling. I always think, again, the simplest things are always It's the all best. about how it tastes, right? <laughs> it's all just the, the individual technique in, in, in two or three things you yeah. can bring together and have something both impressive and um, enjoyable um, and just, you know, just relaxing, having fun, um, sharing it and sharing the process with other people, I think, is is how you really yeah. make that process um good for yourself. Yeah, good good advice. And you, Sandra? So I think one of the big things to remember is we don't make all these in one day. So you shouldn't <sighs> try to make cookies all in all one right. day. Make the dough, <laughs> um, then roll it out the next day. Um, you you got to take time when you're making pastries, um, whether it's something very simple or something more complex. If you try to do it all at once, you're going to end up with melted frosting, Yes. And and a mess, and you're going to be frustrated, so take your time. I feel so much better. We'll have to leave it there. That's Sandra Hall, who's the pastry chef at Florio, Jeannie Kwan, pastry chef and co-owner at Kasama, and Tim Gibbons, the pastry chef at Lost Larson. Thank you all. These treats were delicious. Thank, Thank you so much for having us. us.